everybody, and welcome to episode 55 of What's Up With That Bro. It's the podcast where we're watching the TV show Lost in reverse order from the last episode to the first episode, or as we like to say here, we have to go back words with our host Chad Wago, who's never seen Lost before ever at all. Thank you, Dave K. Uh, Jones. Have I, have I ever called you Dave on here before? I don't think so. You don't call me Dave very often. Ah, uh, Okay. Well, anyway, yes, I've never seen Lost before, except for the other episodes that we've had to make me watch in order to record this podcast, and I've watched all of them with our other host, AJ Nieves. Hi, everybody. I'm another one of your bros on the show, and uh, today we're going to be considering Lost Season 3, Episode 18, and that is called Catch-22. Desmond coaxes Charlie, Hurley, and Jin to trek across the jungle, Kate turns to Sawyer after seeing Jack alone with Juliet. It's uh, some general synopsis, a lot more goes on than that. But before we even dive into the episode, we have our returning guest, Dan O'Connell. Welcome yeah, back. Yeah, welcome back, Dan. I'm very glad to be back here for my thrice time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're you called him O'Connell again. Don't, I'm so sorry. Connell, Connell. It's Dan Dan the Goody Man, please. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I, I affectionately know you by that name, so I'm just going to forever call you that every <laughs> that time I, you're on the show I expect in the future. Yeah. Now. I'd be very sad if you didn't call me by that name. <laughs> That's what you have on your business cards now, right? Yeah, it says call me by your name, not the movie, but please call me Dan Dan the Goody Man. That's <laughs> the full caption. Well, how have you been, Dave? Dave, Jesus yeah, Christ. Doing I have a great time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> What is happening tonight? We gotta start wearing name tags in the studio. <laughs> the best part is you're not even the one who's been drinking. Jesus That's Christ. That's right. I made a drinking game for this episode. I'll tell you about it as we go on. Please. Yeah. Sorry, Dan. But again, welcome back to the show. How have you been? I've been good. I've been busy. Uh, I've been traveling a little bit east coast. Uh, taking, taking a taste of the cold, remembering how nice it is to be humid. Dude. Yeah. I feel humid you. and warm. Wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like... I don't know, man. Like, I've been loving this weather that we're having here. Like, it just feels like air conditioning everywhere. The cusp of rain weather. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, We get a lot of that in this week's episode. Some rain. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice little way to get back into it. Yeah. It's like what? And then I called out on it. But, um, but, yeah. So, this episode, uh, Catch-22. So... Can we first go over Catch-22, the book, if any of you are familiar with the synopsis so we connect with it? Uh, should I go into it? Because yeah. I haven't read the book, but what I've been told and what I know is that uh, someone's a pilot, uh, I forget in which war exactly, but he can only get out of being a pilot, which is super dangerous and crazy. Only way you can actually do that job is if you're crazy. But in order to get out of the job, it's to prove you're crazy. So either way, you're stuck. Interesting. Yeah. That's the Catch-22 of the book in huh. a nutshell. I, I believe I just, it was World War One. Mm. I know it was piloting. That's all I know. Yeah. Joseph Heller. So either way, that's the theme, and we'll get to a pilot later in the episode, yes? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's perfect. The, the the episode, it these episodes normally brim with a lot of references. This one especially had a lot of different, well, they, they kind of call it a lot of different references. One of them being that book, Catch-22. They also talk about, you know, some, uh, some Bible stuff in there, too, and then I... I know that they even, they even we even get like a little mention of uh, the soups you know, with Superman and um, Flash. 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 Yeah. Always, That's what this, the episode opens with that the classic argument of who would win in a race, the Flash or Superman. And let's just settle this right now. All right, if the yeah. Flash doesn't beat Superman, the Flash is useless. Yeah. That's the one thing he's good at is going faster than the speed of light, which besides the movie and some of the weirder books, Superman doesn't go faster than time. 
every time I hear that that argument come uh, come around where people are comparing the you know the a foot race between Flash and Superman, I always 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 think about this one SNL sketch from back in the '90s, and it was like Superman's the Black Lightning sketch. I believe it was the Black Lightning <laughs> sketch, but they're all standing around like at Superman's funeral, yes, and it's it Adam, is. it's Adam Sandler as the Flash, and he's he's up there uh, eulogizing Superman, and he just goes like, you know what? He could. I think he could run as fast as I could, but you know what? He never said it. He never said it. <laughs> yeah, he could fly fast and not run fast. I think that's the catch. Ah, yeah. But yeah, well, I. I'm with Dan on this one. Uh, the whole point of the Flash, he's the fastest man alive. If there's someone that's faster than him, what's he got? Yeah. yeah. The second fastest? He's the second fastest <laughs> it's, it's man like, alive. It's like having someone richer than Batman. Oh, wait, that's Lex Luthor. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, Chad, you're, you're a comic book expert on the show. Has that been a thing in any comic book that you know yes, of? Yes, it's today? been uh, mm-hmm. a thing in many different comic ah. books. And that's one of the things where it's like when you see people on TV arguing about that kind of stuff. Right. And one of them is supposed to be a giant nerd. I'm like, <laughs> why are you not citing the times where it has happened? I believe the most canonical time is when it depends on the angle of the photo who won. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, I don't remember that. Well, uh, but it's, yeah, there's been multiple. Out. There's been multiple uh, Flash Superman races throughout yeah. the years. Just like there's been multiple Batman Superman fights, even though it makes no damn sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, listeners, uh, tweet at us. Who do you think would win in a in a race? Uh, I got a quick question. Uh, it came up in the episode when they're walking through the jungle and all this rain is happening. Why does Hugo wear two shirts? Why does he wear an outer shirt? He's in the superhuman climate. That, no, no offense to his phys- physicality, but I imagine it's better to have less layers. Am I wrong? No, I think it's a, it's a fashion statement on his choice. Also, also, <laughs> uh, you know, Hugo is a fat dude. Yeah. And a lot of fat people are very self-conscious about mm. their bodies. Uh, I mean, it works for me. I was just curious. I was like, doesn't that make it warmer? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it does. But when, uh, but when you're embarrassed of the way you look, you're just like, oh, I don't really care if I uh, sweat more. Yeah. I was going to sweat a lot anyway. Uh, okay. That answered my question pretty yeah. convincingly. So with that extra layer of shirt on, can you tell how big his, his man boobs are? It's harder to tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you measure by? Cup size. Right? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> just say, how, many, uh, how many handfuls it is? Or how many handfuls? Christmas hams? Yeah, well. Uh, <laughs> hamfuls? Yeah, hamfuls. Immediately after uh, we see Hurley with his two shirts on, uh, we see this. Can I just recap real quick? Yeah. The uh, a Rube Goldberg machine happens yeah. where uh, 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 what's his name? Charlie. Charlie steps on a, a trip wire and he has time to say, "Oh, what?" Like another like it's a good ten seconds of like five different steps. I don't know, it showed all the steps of the trip wire. Like it, it triggered one thing, triggered another thing. Like why is it this complicated to shoot an arrow at someone's throat? Like, that is a good question. <laughs> well, they talk in the episode about Rousseau's traps that she had laid. Uh, you know why? It's French traps. Yeah. Like, they always take longer than normal that's traps. That's right, yes. It's a time to surrender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, I was going to shoot you, but I would like to offer my neck instead. Yeah. Also, before we move on from this opening scene, I would like to point out, during uh, Hurley and Charlie's Flash versus Superman argument, yes. Charlie turns to Jin. As if for, like, <laughs> some kind of validation yeah. of his argument. Like, Jin is totally tracking what's going on. Oh, and just to let you know, I tracked exactly everything that Jin said. 
That was my 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 game. Myself was to track every single quote that Jin said that was English. We'll get to that when it comes <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfect. Um, well, I always like to think that in these episodes where Jin doesn't speak very much English, like what is it that he's thinking that they're talking about? Camping. Yeah, camping. Or they keep talking about a race and <laughs> Superman. So maybe he's thinking that's like a. Is Superman known in Korea? I would imagine. Yeah, I guess so. I would so, guess so. Because Star Wars is nothing in China, so I wonder what... Well, they've been closed off very much. From, uh, I think South Korea has got a lot of Western influence over there. Yeah, I would imagine. Culturally, yeah. Yeah. Like, so they, they, they probably have a, probably a big thing for... <laughs> even, <laughs> even if they don't know like all the particulars about Superman, Smallville, Daily Planet, all right. that stuff, they probably at least recognize, like, oh, that's Superman. Yeah, because yeah. the guy can, can do everything. Mm-hmm. Well, what yeah. is the what is the Korean Superman that Americans would know? Good uh, question. The guy that made Gangnam Style. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that is yeah. like that's the biggest export. Well, not export. That's like the <laughs> he, biggest he, cultural he, thing that it's we funny because he's the weird owl. Oh wait, of never South, mind. We, South Korea. I think we figured this out before. It's uh, Kiko Man. Oh wait, is that not Japanese? As as in the. Sh- just, just a listeners know. I, I don't know what's great. going on either. I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> Japanese. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah, because the, that's the name of a shoyu brand. Yeah, or a soy sauce yes. for our mainland <laughs> listeners. <laughs> and look at where that's from. But yeah, and then it flashes that's, forward uh, to uh, the, the Asian superheroes, Kiko Man, Desmond squat fishing. A bottle of soy sauce. Has anyone squat fished before? Is that a thing you do? You squat. I think if you're going to be sitting out there in front of that fishing pole all day, you can have to sit down sooner or later or squat. Papa squat, Papa squat fishing. I think Jen taught him how to fish. Oh, oh yeah, Son Asian squat. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, uh, okay. Jen was gonna give him a fish, and then he decided against. <laughs> You're answering he all taught my him questions. How to fish instead, <laughs> so that he could feed himself for the rest of his life. Yeah, on the island. Oh, and then he, he goes on to live on a boat with his wife Penny and son Charlie. Yeah, homeboy. Where I assume they eat a lot of fish. Yeah, he enjoys that water. Like yeah. he likes the seas. <laughs> Big. You know. Well, yeah, he's like a, it's kind of like a, a sailor where he's always moving, moving about. His military service, he was, was he part of the army at one point? Yeah. Desmond yeah. has had a full life on this fucking yeah, show. Yeah, he's had all the impulses. Yeah. He ran from the altar, he yeah. joined a monastery, joined the army, went on a boating trip, yeah. turned on an island, became yeah. a prisoner. Good times. This guy is like putting some serious <laughs> tracks behind him in life. Like he's just, he's, he's... Uh, I wouldn't say accomplished, he, he, but he's all the bucket list. Yeah. All the bucket list. Like, oh man, you guys ever wanted to be a monk? I was that. <laughs> also, I was don't forget being a psychic. And I'm a psychic. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And being immune to electromagnetism. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, can't something that, that, one. <laughs> that none other humans are immune <laughs> to. Uh, yeah. People who play Never Have I Ever hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Never have I ever been deserted on, on an island. Oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> 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 oh man uh in addition to all of uh the fun stuff that we get with uh desmond's uh precognitive flashes mm. in the camping trip mm. uh we're also subject to uh the love rectangle mm. on this yeah. fucking show yeah let's get into that it it's resolved it's not resolved but it goes through like normally it takes like two episodes from the come back like hey remember the one time that we did this no this is like one episode has like three of those things happen at once oh yeah yeah it starts off, I think, Kate, uh, Kate and Sawyer. Yeah, they, we talk. We flash back a position about them boning in the cage, and the doctor knowing about it. Yeah, he got he watched them do it apparently on a camera, security uh, camera. They said they. Yeah, 
So honest. it would be multiple <laughs> others yeah. watching. Not necessarily more than one doctor, just a doctor and people. Yeah, so they're all just <laughs> sitting in that room. It's, it's, that room has either got to be A, super uncomfortable, <laughs> or B, just everybody's just jerking yeah. it. Yeah. Well, speaking of, speaking of that, uh, we got a, de- uh, a excellent honey shot this time. When Sawyer walks in, there's a lingering shot on, on, on Kate's butt as she brings up her pants. It's, i got to figure out one too, too long. Yeah. Too long for a show if you get the point. <laughs> <laughs> Emmy material right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we're all just thinking about that show. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? He was, <laughs> he was, he was uh, totally down to be used in this episode. He was. Yeah. And then he wasn't. And then he wasn't. <laughs> like, he was until he wasn't. Um, but we'll, we'll get to the tears. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> oh, my God. So, first words from Jim are camping mm. and yes. Those are his only words of the first half yeah. hour. I really do love that. Like, they needed to get Jin in this grouping. And they just are like, fucking yeah. camping. It's great. I got a question for you. Uh, at one point, Hurley says, everybody likes marshmallows. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Because I, I so. don't. <laughs> Are you are you anti marshmallow? I think it's very divisive. I don't mind marshmallows, but I think it's it's kind of you know polarizing marshmallows. Well, I gotta tell you, Dan, this might not be the best time, but this is a very pro marshmallow podcast. So oh, it's been discussed already. Oh yeah, and we're gonna eat fifteen marshmallows <laughs> at once. Yeah, yeah. Well, listeners, uh, send us some send us some stuff like. If you send if us you can, marshmallows, if you well, we send us marshmallows, and then also too, like if you want us to eat marshmallows, just send us some likes to our our, our uh, Facebook page. If you send yeah. us a bag of marshmallows, we will play Chubby Bunny. If, yeah. if if the episode of this gets more than five likes, I will eat fifteen marshmallows at once. Nice, nice, nice. and I'm yeah. better die. you than me. So yeah. yeah, better you than me. So did you hear that, listener? Dan Connell will eat some of these mushrooms. I mean, god damn it. <laughs> Don't spoil the ending. <laughs> I got I I swear to god like I just I fell off a truck and banged my head somewhere yeah. today. And you ate all those mushrooms right before we started <laughs> recording. Dave will eat mushrooms. <laughs> oh, I hate mushrooms. Dave will eat mushrooms. <laughs> and by that I mean Dan will eat, you know, marshmallows. I, I like yeah. how it's like, "Oh yeah, Dan's going to eat all those marshmallows that he doesn't like." Dave's gonna go shroomy, and I'm just like I'm over here like I wouldn't mind microdosing. <laughs> there, are, you, there are shrooms on this island. Sorry, I screwed into the mic, but there are shrooms on this island. Do you want to volunteer as tribute, Chad? Uh, for the mushrooms, not for the marshmallows. Uh, I've never done mushrooms, so yes, please take oh, what that. What if we just have like a couple of drops of LSD onto the mushroom? I mean, Ooh. onto the marshmallow. Ooh. Fuck, I can't get that word. <laughs> I mean, either way, not a good time. <laughs> oh man. Oh, okay. So, uh, another question I gotta ask is that when they, when Jen agrees and they go, they got the, the max of uh, four people and they start whistling that song, did you find out what song it was, by the way? Uh, I, I just wrote that one that was on the screen, and like in caps, in captions, they just said Captain Bogey's song? Yes. Uh, and I think it specifically called out that it was from Bridge from the ri- Bridge Over the River Quad. Yeah. Like and, in the, in the caption. And Jen knew the song? Yeah, he was whistling along with them. <laughs> I, would, I, like, I, I was looking very closely. I'm like, is Jin whistling? Too? I want to believe so badly, like that. Jin just heard the whistling and just went, like, "It's a good song." It's yeah, a good song. Yeah. I hear that. It might have been like the fifth or sixth time that they were whistling uh, the yeah. song. Yeah, like, they, they were walking for a while. Yeah, ninety-nine bottles. They... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I prefer I prefer this Captain Bogey song to ninety-nine yeah. bottles. So like, yeah. it was fun. It was and and fun. then Jin sent camp again. Yeah. <laughs> 
and they're walking straight into the sun on the beach. Isn't the fastest way to travel is on the beach towards the sun? Just in the sand? Yeah. yeah. Like where, you know, where all your traction <laughs> and stuff gets kind yeah, of lost. constantly sinking and yeah. stand up. Yeah, but they had, they had to walk on the sand so that they could find the cable. Oh, the yeah. Never mind. Another, another question answered. <laughs> Let's talk about the flashback a little bit. We get this uh, side, well, we get this backstory on, on Desmond becoming a monk or wanting to become a monk. Becoming a monk oh, because, that flashback. Well, I thought you were talking about the uh, uh, the, the, oh, the arrow the the flashback. Oh, we could do that too. Um, we'll get to that. There's plenty of times. Yeah. Well, the, so he's 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 kind of become he's settling he's settling into the life of becoming a monk where you have to like take that vow of uh, of uh, uh, silence. Silence. They said it could be a week or a month. They don't say how long it is for him. Yeah. yeah. But as you pointed out uh, at the end of the speech, the priest gives him of you know sometimes it takes a long time, and I doubted you. After the end of this speech, Desmond just goes, "Oh, thank you," without knowing that that was the end. Yeah, yeah. But Desmond, yeah, he didn't even wait for the guy to like, I, you know, I removed the vow of silence from you. He just goes like, "Welcome, brother." That's all. And he's like, you, "You're not done yet. You still have to. You have to keep your vow." Oh, and that's how you fire a monk. <laughs> oh, it's strike one for Desmond. Yeah, I, like um, you know what? I sw- I. Don't remember this episode, but for some reason, and maybe, maybe I'm getting my wires crossed, um, and I don't want to go too deep into what this might have been crossed with. But I, for some reason, I thought there was going to be some shady shit going down at that monastery. Like I thought at the you end, think so yeah, at the end, I thought like it, w- it was going to be like Desmond discovering that these folks are corrupt and they're like selling <laughs> drugs well, or something. Because they did only sell 108 bottles or <laughs> bottle 108. They made sure yeah. it was the exact number. 108 yeah. cases. Yeah. Yeah, and finish. a ton of cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> or yeah. maybe they were uh, running guns for the IRA. That guy had yeah. a villain's face. That he monk. did. He had the, the 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 what is that? The the crow's uh, widow speak. Ro- <laughs> he had a widow speak. <laughs> he had a widow speak going on. It was very much the villain esque, you know, gray hair widow speak thing going on. It was very villainous. Yeah, it's very, it's very and, interesting. Uh, this is where my drink game began. I just had some white <laughs> wine. It wasn't too bad, but. What I just said for myself is every time the flashback of the Rube Goldberg trap happened, or someone said flash, which was a mistake, I would take a sip. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot. Uh, the flashback, by my account, happened about six times, six or seven times. It, nice. it felt like it was like every eight minutes or so, yeah. uh, we would watch Charlie getting shot in the neck again. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of that. <clears throat> um, I guess... I guess they were relying on... Oh, Chad, would you be surprised to find out that Charlie getting stabbed in the neck with things is like the... Uh, the tackle fight of this season? Oh, I would not because <laughs> uh, because Desmond mentions that he saved Charlie's life three times uh, already. And how many more times does he do that? Right. Uh, I don't know. He does it again. No, he doesn't do it again. Uh, the next he... uh, precognitive flash after this about Charlie's death, Charlie dies. Uh, this is great. I'm glad that we're, we're here now because now we can talk about the subject of fate. So is this <laughs> just a fate thing? Are you, is is it's Charlie all destiny? Because this this really lends itself to the idea of, of fate playing a role on the island. That right? he must die at some point, whether right. it be whatever reason. Which, yeah, it's like a uh, final destination kind of situation. Yeah, exactly. So does that? Do we know if Charlie's name was on the wall on that cave wall that Jacob had scrolled in later seasons? Uh, probably. It was a deep cut. It was probably marked out because I think mm-hmm. everybody was marked out except the last few people. Oh man. Okay. Well, it, I I still I still like that the show was playing around with the 
the idea of, of fate having a bearing on on these characters, specifically on Charlie, and we can see that by means of um, of, of Desmond's interfering or or course correction or course changing, I yeah. guess whatever yeah. you want to call it. Because Desmond says it's like uh, when God told Abraham to to kill his son, and that was his test, and Desmond kept failing it. Uh, but then Desmond. Then- that's why I like Passes. this episode. I like yeah. this episode a lot for that reason. Is I feel like it thematically ties into that. Yeah, I feel like thematically it ties into the flashback of his confliction of Kaizen Catch Twenty Two. It ties in all the themes besides the love rectangle shit. Everything was pretty cohesive in terms of the themes I was exploring. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. I mean, I, this episode I I enjoyed. I, I usually like the Desmond episodes, but mm. I you know to to be honest, like it was fine. But they keep on making Desmond like fucking the. The, the everyman like he can do everything always you know every time or he's just he, like the he always looks superman yeah <laughs> uh, use the word everyman with the right. flash i did Max. use the word everyman word wait explain to me the everyman thing because it's I, just I like a up. totally normal dude okay as opposed to a incredibly exceptional dude that oh, can do everything okay, okay uh, well this guy is incredibly exceptional and it trips me out that they make him so versatile in the show where like everybody else is just relegated to their station where yeah. you have like you have saeed as your assassin you have like Kate as your runner, you know? Maybe because he has a drive towards the future no one else has. That's mm. true. Yeah, he is, he does He has the that. biggest tie towards the outside world. And he's also the biggest, like, supernatural dude at but, this point on the show, right? Also, I yeah. gotta say, the most well-intentioned of them all. Like, you see his eyes. He always looks concerned in every episode. Like, oh, I have to do this? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I do enjoy that actor. Yeah. He's on Island, I think, still. I yeah. Mean, he, lived yeah. Here, he lived here or is still living here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think he lived across from one of our previous kids. Yeah. Really? Well, I think his wife does something for St. Andrew's Church because they also ah. do have the uh, the Hawaii Theater for Youth there. Yes, they and do. And she's very involved with that. She is. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. And St. Andrew's Church, of course, is where they have this monastery. Mon- All of Desmond's monastery episode stuff. takes place here. Yep. Whether it be this episode in Scotland or in his... Um, it actually doubles Oxford. for Oxford yeah. University in his later episode. He can't escape it. No. Very interesting. And if his wife is hanging out there, that's probably why he can uh, have him shoot stuff there. That makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, they get good deals. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, on Desmond also has um, half-button shirts. He has, like, three buttons that are undone. Oh, yeah. Is that his thing? Yeah, he doesn't even have, like, an undershirt or anything, no. does he? No, just, uh, just he's, the He's chest. anti-Hurley that way. Yeah, uh, he's very he's very secure he's in his body. Yeah. Uh, wait, I want to I see a Hurley that's secure yeah. in his body like that, where he's just wearing three buttons down, <laughs> and he's just hanging out. So in the whenever we get to the first episode with Desmond in it, will you guys be surprised to see someone just rip his shirt open and <laughs> pop the buttons off? So that's why he can't button his shirt up. They Spoilers. did that to all his buttons. <laughs> like he has like several shirts that are just like that. I don't think that's how it is. I think it's a very <laughs> conscious choice. <laughs> he he grew up in Ireland. Yeah. Right. Scotland. 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 Okay. Yeah. I don't I don't know the difference between most <laughs> European countries. You Not could close. have told me Portugal. <laughs> Close enough. He's very brown, but uh, yeah, like so he so he's like, ah, oh, I'm from a place that's cold, so I'm gonna need to unbutton most of my shirt. <laughs> that's right. And yeah. then Hurley was what the southeast, the southwest U.S. Right? LA, I think. Yeah, LA. So he's uh, he's used to warmer okay. weather. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Perhaps not as humid, but yeah. warmer climate. Yeah. At this point, I have another um, uh, gin marking Korean story. The Korean yeah. horror story. Oh, oh that was yeah. so good. I love that. That was actually nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. was fantastic. According to the uh, the Lostopedia, ah. it says, uh, uh, Jin's Korean language ghost story translate as, and the girl turned to the man who saved her and said, thank God, I was afraid you were the hook man. 
And the man looked at the girl with a smile and said, don't worry, little girl. My hook is still in your father's head. <laughs> what? <laughs> what I loved about that story is I could tell me what story he was telling oh, from yeah. him just raising his fist. Like, yeah. It was amazing. He, he did that thing where he had his sleeve pulled over his hand, so I think his hand was missing. The, and good thing he has a long sleeve shirt you know, on the island. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was fantastic. <laughs> like, if you had to do that with a tank top. And then... <laughs> it's just him having trying to, like, make a derp hand or something, right? <laughs> Well, so maybe he would just do, like, the half bar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> your elbow oh, for our photo, I'll do that. Oh, that's great. <laughs> we should all do that for the photos. Yeah. We should. God yeah. damn. Yeah, Somebody remind us in 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good. But, uh, the scary story bit was really cute because mm. it had uh, Charlie and Hurley both listening to the story very intently. <laughs> <laughs> Despite the fact that neither of them speak a lick of Korean. Yeah. <laughs> There's some universal there, though. Yeah, you could, yeah. like, everyone knows, like, this is how scary stories are told. Yeah. And it's the, it's the scariest story, because it's all just your imagination of what you mm-hmm. think is going on. I never called uh, uh, scary stories over a campfire. Have you guys done that? Oh, yeah, man. I used uh, to love that. Oh, man, I used to love telling scary stories. Like, we used to go camping all the time. And do you have a good one? you want to share right now, if you have it? Should I turn the lights? Um, oh, Dim well, the lights? I need, like, I need like a, uh, a, a, an old school... marshmallows? I need marshmallows and an old school flashlight to put under my chin. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't you just, like, use, like... I could. Chad, did you just shake your phone until the light turned on? Yes. <laughs> that, what? Is, you're, you're streets ahead of us, yeah. sir, in terms of streets phone. Streets ahead. <laughs> We're streets behind you. <laughs> um, do, do I have any more stories? I, you know what? I totally forget. To be honest with you, I think I kind of forget most no, I, of my stories. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a Motorola thing. Uh, I used to get all my, I used to get all my ghost stories from my grandmother before she passed oh. away. So she used to tell us a lot of stuff. So she was, oh, and the lights are off, which means it's time for ghost tales. Oh, actually, I got, I got the perfect flashlight for this. No, oh. you do. Excellent. All right, listeners, you guys may or may not believe, but it is, it is almost pitch black. Uh, David almost fell to his death in the studio. There oh, once wow. was a man from Nantucket. Yeah. So okay. So my grandmother used to used to tell us a lot of like a lot of ghost stories, and I used to love them like to death. But one of them I remember was um, I forget the name, but she used to tell me a lot of Hawaiian ghost stories. One of them was <laughs> one of them was about something I can't remember the name of it, but it was it was uh, it was a fireball. The story kind of centered around. I'm, I'm just going to give you guys the broad points so we can move on to the podcast. But the story centered around like uh, like there's an old Hawaiian myth about a fireball that appears in the sky. I forget what it's called. There's a long Hawaiian name for it, but it's a fireball that has a long tail that whips around. Supposedly, people were aware of this, but it's supposed to be like uh, it, it was it was a big deal, and a lot of Hawaiian people were aware of this this fireball with this long tail that kind of curved around. And so, um, if you saw it. It meant that you were cursed. So if you were if you were to see Ooh. this specific kind of fireball, like in the sky, it was it was some someone you know putting a curse on you. This is this is my grandmother, you know. Like, so this is her story. But I remember I remember her telling the story. It probably had more twists and turns than that. But it was more so like it was a, it was an old Hawaiian ghost story about some fireball long tail. If you've seen it, you were cursed, and it would mean that it'll it'll be your demise. You'd get sick. And then you would eventually. Like, you I, know. I love that. Once you see it, you're done. Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a visual curse. Same with night marchers. But my favorite thing about night marcher story is that it convinces people to take off their clothes in the middle of nowhere, 
or else they die, yeah? Wait, I forget Wait, the Night March's story. The Night March's story is you hear the drums, and the myth goes that you gotta squat down, go naked, and just, like, stay in the field position until they pass you. There yeah, was... you're supposed to, like, prostrate yourself. And they have to, like, oh, yeah, no. and then you got, they tap you on the shoulder. I think prostrate. The... Yeah, I, was I think is the word. <laughs> <laughs> you prostate pro... is very different. Mm. <laughs> you have to prostate Well, yourself. some will do that. Uh-huh. There's, um... I remember hearing the Night Marcher story, but I always hear it, like, with, uh... You, you just hear the one with the little kid and his hand up in the air? No. Well, the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea... Scary story time. <laughs> the idea is that, like, there was, a uh, like, uh, there was a, there was a couple that bought a house somewhere in, on the island, I don't know where, and, uh, what would happen is, uh, at night, their son would wake up, and they would always see him with his hand in the air, like he was holding someone's hand, and he was just walking, you know, yeah, with his, with his face against the wall, or something yeah. like that, so later on, um, they had, like, sorry, they had, like, a, <laughs> a Hawaiian, uh, priest come and bless the house, and said, oh yeah, those are the night marchers, so you have to, like, move your son's bed, because his bed is in the path of night watches and they're coming to take him oh, and he's kind of yeah. walking towards the wall and the wall is the only thing that's keeping him from like leaving the home or something like that I, it, the story might be a little different he's probably autistic and, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and this would be why there's no cliff notes for scary stories ah. uh, I just try to take a picture uh, of AJ with the uh, the red flashlight under his face what, that's why I sent the, demon light that's why I sent the uh, picture to the group text oh, oh. oh sweet I got the nice. under light <laughs> anyway, it's a great visual. You all can't see it. Yeah, you got to subscribe to the video. Oh Jesus, feed, that's right. <laughs> which we do not have. But yeah, Patreon. Um, yeah, Patreon. We have a listeners. AJ had told that uh, entire all, all both ghost stories I with, gotta, in I, the dark. With I know I have them somewhere. Like I got stories from my grandmother somewhere. Let that us I gotta know. Go and, and like, but my grandmother used to sit around and tell us all the terrible ghost stories. She used to say that there was a fish person on the <laughs> island. A person that was part man, part fish. A human shape fish. of water. Yeah. Right, shape of so water. I'm hearing about like these weird lights in the sky mm-hmm. and fish people, and I'm wondering, <laughs> is your grandmother HP Lovecraft? Oh. My grandmother or, might have been HP Lovecraft. Or Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> she might have been mm-hmm. like a proto Guillermo del Toro. Uh, or something, but yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, my grandma used to have a lot of crazy stories. Which, it, like, I would just like sit at her feet and just be like, "Grandma, let me know what is going down." But, <laughs> but yeah, she had a lot of good stories. I, I I can barely remember them now that I'm like, you know. Yeah, I just know the Edgar Allan Poe and Twilight Zone. That's all I got. Ah, uh, like what is what is the scariest story you guys have ever heard? Or like, even uh, if Tell Tell Hard always stays with me. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not scary per se, but it's definitely like resonates. Interesting. How so? Uh, just the, 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 the haunting of, of past deeds, I think, is very universal. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I don't need the floorboards. Floorboards are always scary. I don't know what it is. Interesting. Okay, how about you guys? Anything come to mind? If not, we can always move yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, just creepypastas. Those, uh, Slender those things freak me the fuck yeah. out. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, yeah. They freak me the yeah. fuck out. So Google the goat man like if the, you want to. The corrupted nice save one. file, that one too. Oh, the Zelda uh, thing? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my favorite creepypasta is the Russian sleep experiment. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. I'm not familiar. Um, I think, and I'm not 100% sure, because there's like two or three creepypastas where uh, the setup is like very similar. But this one is, and once again, uh, scary stories given by, as cliff notes do not have the same kind of effect. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, basically the... Can you turn uh, the lights off again? Yeah, sure, one. <laughs> Shake that phone. Or actually, why don't 
<laughs> I try and look this up so that I can read it. And we'll come oh. back to you when you have that ready. Okay. okay. And while you're looking that up, I guess we can jump back into the episode. So uh, Jin says rescue next. Oh, was that is that like at the like at beyond the half hour point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around that, around the point that the they hear the helicopter thing going. Uh, on. Mm, I see. Uh, rescue. <laughs> <laughs> he is his his English is is uh is actually pretty it's pretty it's pretty good for yeah. someone that's been on the island for like what how many days you know and he yeah, had no previous yeah. Yeah. yeah so like he knows bathroom rescue and then he says look 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 and he points and we never see what he's pointing at yeah well and, it's that red blinking beacon yeah which by the yeah. they couldn't afford to show a helicopter crash yeah probably <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot cheaper just to show a dark splash they're like saving their budget water. for like finale that's time that's right they're gonna <laughs> save the budget for the bears yeah, yeah or for that weird like cgi irish hills or whatever that was <laughs> that's right oh yeah the green screen which yeah. is a, a drinking game for me which was a mistake yeah you pointed that out first <laughs> and like i totally didn't even take note i was just like oh yeah every scene of san andrews in the background there was a super stupid green screen <laughs> of the same hills yeah instead of it being uh the bus stop that's out in front or of Or just them. a hazy, you know, actual wintry scumming, yeah. you know, background. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay, well, while we're even talking about that, if we could kind of dip back to, like, uh, to that conversation that, that Desmond has with the priest where they're talking about, like, uh, Isaac and Abraham mm-hmm. and all that. Did you know a lot of people kind of, they have that idea that, 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 um, that Abraham was sacrificing his son, but a lot of times, like in movies and media and like all these things, they portray the son as being super young, but he was actually 33 years of age at the oh. time. Which is weirder. Yeah, which is very weird. He's like 30 something years old. And which is like, pretty old for biblical times. Yeah. Wow. So, like, uh, <laughs> supposedly, if you're, if you're going to. It's like sacrificing to your 55 year old son now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like oh, well, if he was going to have a. <laughs> I, I get the feeling like uh, Abraham was all like, this boy needs to get out and get babies. <laughs> he needs to move out. Because yeah. the whole story was that Isaac was Isaac was um, the only son that Abraham and Sarah had and it was a miracle child that they had in old age so there was no other kid that was going to come after Isaac was gone so I guess that's why it was supposed to be like a a real test of faith because if there's no hope yeah because like if, if God had made this promise to Abraham that like oh through your son the whole you know the the, mm. the, the nation of Israel will be born and all this other stuff but like and this is a promise from God and God's always saying also saying oh we're also going to have you come up to this mountain and sacrifice your son? So I guess that's where the idea of absolute faith is supposed to come into play. And uh, that reminds me of a—I'm not religious. I'm actually an atheist, but I, I like some biblical stories. And that reminds me of Job, the tale of Job, where oh, yeah. he just suffers because he's told that it's all for the greater good. And yeah, it's all going to end up and well. That, that's like the—that's a continual theme within the Bible. You have Job, you got Abraham, just there's Moses, suffering all Moses, that shit. Well, kind of Moses. Yeah, yeah, his family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was also. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, Job. Yeah. yeah, Job just gets fucked. There's with just a lot problem. of testing that God yeah. does. Yeah. It's just a lot of suffering for maybe some time. Dude, you, know. you made me. You get. You know what I'm yeah. made of. Like I, I like that those stories made in the Bible. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's that's some that's some interesting stuff. All of those are Old Testament stories, right? Yeah, anything that involves uh, suffering and mm-hmm. and and, uh, and no charity towards the uh, the poor. That's generally mm-hmm. Old Testament. Yeah. 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 Um, Good times. Phil yeah. Collins gets name checked in this episode. Oh yeah, Bernard. It's Bernard's tape, which yeah. I, I point out. Bernard totally would have a mixtape of Phil Collins' greatest hits. <laughs> yeah, what that, what like do you think music. is the most uh, romantic Phil Collins song? 
in the incident. Oh, <laughs> a romantic like uh like relationship romantic or like uh, or intimacy overall like in terms of including familiar stuff like familial like relationships. Like I'm talking the one that you would put on a mixtape for a girl that you'd like to bone. Mm, yeah, yeah. No, nothing from Tarzan. Yeah, no. No, no. <laughs> it's, it's the song from uh, Say Anything. Oh, uh, yeah. With the your eyes, your yeah. eyes, your yeah. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Your eyes. Oh, shit. Yeah. Is that a subtle reference in the show? Or they are trying to do this whole romantic thing? Uh, We're not really it, it is a tape. Right, right. Oh. And it's the like, show is about eyes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. I see. You're right, because it opens with the eyes, closes with the eyes. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's your eyes. It's definitely not uh, in the air. Tonight. The light, the heat, your eyes. <laughs> I, I am complete. Yeah, you know, In the Air is, like, one of the very few Phil Collins songs I know. I'm the Tarzan one, but, like, I would have to hear it, I think. You'll be in my That song. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... Oh, yeah. I I really did like In the Air. (laughs) I don't think it's romantic, though, right? No, it's great, but it's about uh, Uh, someone... uh, Is that a rumor, or is that real? What, the drowning story? The drunk driving? What? Is it drunk driving or or drowning? Oh, we got a Mandela effect. I'll take your word for it. Or, or rather, someone watching someone drown. Yes, it's watching uh, someone die. That's why I know. Okay. Okay. I see. Good times. <laughs> what, yeah. what everyone really what, remembers what about it? India tonight is Mike Tyson drumming. Yes. <laughs> Hangover. What? Yep. I, oh, yeah. yeah. Where he I says, I love even, this part. I mean, what is in the trailer? It's it's immortal. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> I totally forgot about that until just now. But I remember now. So, thank um, you. Yeah. So, uh, after the whole um, watching the crash happen and they cut away and then they cut back and they're just walking. All right, no urgency going on. Um, they flash back to Desmond with Ruth. Have we seen Ruth before or ever again? No, I've never I don't, seen I Ruth. I do not believe again, she's. I watched the episode. I saw it back when it aired. I don't remember this, this person existing before. It's the woman, um, the ex-fiance, I guess to say, right? That he walked out on, it. and she does an amazing job with such shitty expositional dialogue. <laughs> Excellent. She does great. I she has one she scene. Did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and she, you know what's great is, like, it's really, like, it's very, it's very subdued. Yeah. Um, I don't She's know, not I, crying. Yeah. I feel like a lesser actor could have came in there and just, like, Went of, way over the top. Right, yeah. right. But then she plays this very, like, very low-key. Accepting. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's probably, it's, I think it lends itself to the material well, because we're supposed to see this is after some time has gone by and we don't know how long it's been yeah, but they did it for you, six years yeah you date somebody for six years and they bounce on you you know like going like join a, a week monastery. before right yeah so yeah. like she's a jilted act well not well jilted i guess would, would kind of work in that scenario <sighs> but like yeah she she kind of has the dignity and, and presence of mind to pretty much just uh I guess she she has her means of saying where she can't get on board with uh, with Desmond is is laying down saying that he had a calling yeah. which is kind of she's right right she 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 is right eventually because he leaves the monastery but this is in keeping with the show in general we kind of get kind of a a side worries glimpse of the whole man of faith versus man of uh, science kind of thing speaking of that there's Please. a reference that she says she says what cuz some bloody shepherd and I was like yeah. thinking of, of Jack Shepard. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, and he's bloody all the time. He's yeah, in, he's in <laughs> right. I, I caught that. She said "bloody shepherd," quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I see. And then it cut to who to cut to next. Now yeah. that now that really makes me wonder if there's going to be a scene very early in the show mm. where uh, Desmond is unconscious or passed out, and then he wakes up to see Jack standing over him. Oh. Oh, I'm sure it happens at least three times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've seen that scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that sounds very familiar. Speaking of him, uh, Matthew Fox is a J- Jack's haircut. His hair is a- immaculately short. 
Yeah. Have, have, have they explored haircuts? I think they have like this passing thing that they don't always throw up on there. Um, but like there's some amenities that they get from the plane because they've had a scenes that we've seen previously on <laughs> some of the stuff that we've done already. But like, yeah, they I guess they try to like they try to, you know, wash it away with just saying like, oh, yeah, there are some like shaving razors or, or, or like, scissors <laughs> on the plane. Yeah. You know, right. like, you know how, like, you have or those like things. Or, like, Dharma, now they have the pencils to deal with and all of the food. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they yeah, probably found some Dharma Dharma scissors. <laughs> or a Dharma Some Floby. Dharma ping pong. Yeah. Yeah. Dharma oh, man. Uh, can we talk about that ping pong table? Ping pong was great. Homeboy, like, they built that. <laughs> they built those paddles. Perfect dimensions. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, whoever is whoever is doing, like, pro- uh, props? Props to the props guy. Props to the props guy <laughs> for, like... For building a ping pong table out of like, and what was that table? Where did they get that? It was, table? A, it was a part of the the, the plane. It I was see. like a fuselage. No, part, I think you yeah. said it was part of the hatch. Yeah. Oh, that's right, why he made right, the joke right. about yeah. 108 minutes. That's right. That was yeah. the door that fell off, right? I see. Ah, uh, huh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. but did anyone notice that scene with sound was really shitty? Like when they're talking, like uh, Sawyer and Jack and their whole love triangle thing they're working mm-hmm. out. Like the sound was just like, no, I. I, I, I didn't take note, but I'm, I'm always so more in tune with the captions when we're watching it. Yeah. Like I just, I just, I, tr- I try to absorb as much as I can. I'm, I have really bad hearing. Especially since we switched to Hulu. No, it's not on Netflix anymore. It's on Hulu. The captions are better. Yeah, the captions are a little better, and the, <laughs> but the uh, the streaming itself gets a little, it, it hiccups more often. Yeah. 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 Despite the fact that I am play- that I am paying for a uh, Hulu Plus no commercials plan. Oh, what's uh, happening? You need to pay for Hulu Plus no commercials no. Which is cheaper than buffering. Netflix plain. <laughs> oh, really? Netflix Netflix, Netflix plane is jumped up is that a, much? I think recently, yeah. Just yeah, about. I didn't know they had a plane. Oh, you know what? You said plane and my brain went that direction. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I swear like to God. that plane. Yeah. yeah. We're oh. no survivors. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't have that on every episode that you're on, <laughs> yeah. that would be it's a must. sad day. Yeah, we got to have that. Um, make that into I a was born in it. <laughs> Molded by it. And uh, so, I want to point out something real quick. When, when Desmond climbs on top of Hurley, his shoes are not muddy. Yeah, yeah. His shoes are like the driest, like, newest shoes you can possibly imagine. And he's been hiking for how long? And how long are those shoes? Yeah, it was, yeah. it's an eight-hour walk one way. <laughs> you, know? Um, you know, I know this is like a side point. And I don't know if we've ever mentioned it before, but like... This island of people, they must fucking stink. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, with two shirts? There's two shirts, no deodorant. Like, yeah, I can imagine. Like, I got I got you, Hurley. Like, man, put on a third shirt. Like, that's how they used to do it, like, in old Britain, you know what I mean? Like, every right. person had, like, several layers of clothes. I feel like I've seen Sawyer wear more than two shirts. Oh, yeah. Huh. yeah. And not just because he took a shirt from, uh, what's his name? It's always a plaid Floated. shirt, though, isn't it? Today he was wearing a denim shirt, his uh, jeans. He, yeah, matching, the, matching the tarp yeah. today. Yeah, his yeah. t-shirt had uh, some design on it. Yeah, right? It had some, uh, I think it was like Thailand kind of design Something on it. It looked like yeah. that. Yeah. But I couldn't make heads or tails of it. it looks like a, a prayer flag kind of pattern on it. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. got that same thought. As far as everybody like stinking, we they do clean themselves. Like we saw... Uh, Kate, like Kate washing herself washing her off. Neck. Just her Isn't neck. That, in like, that everybody's water. water? Yeah, that's the drinking water. We've seen them fill We've up seen bottles of water from. Yeah, the, she like scoop, co- she cupped it with her hand, put on her neck, and then cupped back right in. Yeah, yeah. it drips right back in. <laughs> so everyone's just drinking Kate's sweat. Yeah. 
Was that, was that before or after the sex she had? I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. But Ooh. Kate Sweat is like my favorite R&B artist. <laughs> Kate Sweat, I love it. Uh, and then uh, next they find a, a book, Catch-22, in what language is it exactly? I think, I think we guessed German. Yeah. German, yeah. Uh, in the middle is, is a perfectly no-creases bookmark photo. A photo of Desmond and Penny downtown at Cavallo Harbor. <laughs> so that means that, like... <laughs> That Naomi is like using that picture as a placeholder for wherever yeah. the fuck she is in Catch Twenty Two. And it's not 22. in the middle of the book; it's towards the end of the book. It's just put in there. Who reads <laughs> Catch Twenty Two before getting on a helicopter any right? goddamn way? Like someone else sense of irony, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, unless she's one of those, like oh, I'm about to get on a helicopter. Doesn't this yeah. show not really have that sense? Well, maybe she like always picks yeah. the number thirteen or like tries to pick things that are unlucky or weird. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. And like, yeah, the show does do a lot of that. Yeah. Like where, like I guess it just it. They, they try to fold in themes into the episode or whatever so like they sometimes sometimes it, it comes across really well sometimes it seems like they're just trying to jam that shit in there you know or like or they're trying to like make this work or uh, I just wanted to uh, mention since uh, uh, we brought up 13 that we are recording this on the 13th it is not Friday the 13th today is Wednesday Tuesday Tuesday, Tuesday sorry but uh, on my Facebook memories, it uh, brought up Friday the 13th from a few years ago, where I got stuck in an elevator. Holy oh, shit. On a Friday the 13th. And Classic. I was just like, wow. So I just live in a sitcom now. <laughs> <laughs> who, who were you stuck in the elevator with? A uh, pregnant woman. Oh, really? <laughs> that is, that is that's a horror sitcom, movie. That, that's a horror movie right there. That's some sitcom shit right there. And a horror movie. Yeah. 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 How pregnant was she? Not, like, gonna pop Okay, because... Yeah. That's our corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How long were you in the elevator? Uh, I want to say like 35 minutes. Did you so, end up speaking to the pregnant woman? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, mean, everyone, I know we're not going to not speak to her. Everyone in no, the... He said, pallet, look, look. <laughs> camping? That was all, all Jen's words this episode. <laughs> it's just you... Camping? You saying camping. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. What building was it? I, I got I to know. This was uh, in... Eleven ten Alakia. Ah, mm. uh, I love that street. Okay, it's yeah. right across from uh, the district courthouse. Ah, uh, right by the. We the did not get Hawaiian rescued. Electric. FYI. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened? I mean, wh- wh- how did how did it resolve? Someone finally said, "Why don't we try prying the door open?" And it just slid right open. What? I think. Well, there you, you go. Otis. Thank you. Otis. That is incredible. It's the way out of an elevator, if you get stuck. Yeah. yeah. Just shove your just yeah. push those doors. That's right. the Jack in the Box building, yeah. No, no, no. It's above the Jack in the Box building. It's the <laughs> one with the big fountain, uh, uh, and then there's escalators like right by the uh, doors. Oh yeah, the fancy looking with the T-Mobile in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I've never seen a right lost down from St. Andrews. Yes, it is right down from St. Andrews, which yeah. we see multiple times this episode. I yeah. have never seen an episode of Lost that was shot in eleven ten Alakia, but there <laughs> yes. were many episodes that were shot very nearby, like where Jack got his tattoo. Oh, did we get it? No, we haven't got it. No, I have not, but I have uh, referenced that episode many times uh, in this podcast yeah. <laughs> because it's one of the things that I've picked up through cultural osmosis about this show. Yeah. I have a question. Please. Can monks drink? I think they take a mm-hmm. vow of sobriety. Sobriety, maybe. Because like they're not. What's the difference like, between a monk and a priest? I think yeah, monks have to live in the a monk is a servant monastery and wear those robes. That's like that's the only difference. Yeah, you know? and they got to shave the top of their head, and then well, the the priest is the, the priest and the monk are both chaste, but I feel like the the monk is the servant. Yeah, I suppose like the monk serves the priest. 
Yeah, is so, it? Do we, yeah, is it Catholic? Is it Protestant? Is it Episcopalian? Listeners, I'm, I'm pretty sure there aren't Protestant monks. Oh, mm-hmm. well, reach out to us, listeners. If anybody knows <laughs> the difference between a priest and a monk, we we are help, we're hopelessly inept here. I, I can almost guarantee that if we had fans. Uh, someone would just bring up Shaolin monks. Yeah, yeah that's all I'm thinking about right now. That's true. There are Protestant monks. There are. Wow. Yes. Wow. There are many present-day Lutherans who practice the monast- the monastic teaching of the Roman Catholic Church. Mm. Uh, Wait, what? An evangelical or Lutheran, oh. which I believe Saint Andrews is. Uh, is that not Catholic? It's Anglican. I wow. lied. What? Yeah. Wait. So monks normally they they they're. Pretty much, there are, Ang- there are Anglican monks too, actually. Oh, huh. So monks in general, they're removed from. Uh, they kind of live a life of isolation, right? Like as yeah, opposed to yeah. priests. Yeah, it's even more isolation. It's just doing the cleaning and the the refilling, and yeah, the wine making. You're the yeah. lackeys. Could you imagine hearing a calling, and your your calling is to to live a life of isolation and poverty and sobriety and all that? And that's fine for someone that wants yeah. that. I think like, if you're staring down the barrel of a uh, Getting married to someone you don't want to. Speaking yeah. of staring on the Merrill, here is the picture. We're going to post it on the on, on the thing, I'm sure. But here's oh, yeah. a picture of Catholic monk, the first option. Speaking of staring down the barrel, this man uh-huh. looks like he is staring the rest of eternity down the barrel. Good lord. <laughs> yeah. Knowing well, that he has no future. We'll be sharing that on our Instagram. <laughs> at one yeah. pod. So please, Dan, look out for that. Yeah, and uh, send me that photo. Please, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... We we do get the completion to the to the to the flashback with Desmond where he ends up leaving the monastery um, and meets Penny for the first time. But before he leaves the monastery, um, he's fired. He's fired. Like for <laughs> drinking. For yeah. drinking, he drank two of the hundred and eight. Like, well, he didn't even two, finish two drinking two. Yeah. Yeah. He drank one and started on the second one. Yeah, yeah. Like so, he was yeah. still going with it. He and, was barely there. Yeah. So he was pretty much fired and released and. He has that question, or the question comes up, or he questions, whatever. The question comes up, <laughs> what am I supposed to do now? Like, he asked that of, uh, of, the, of the, you know, the elder monk or whatever. And he yeah. just said you're fired for just, is it drinking the wine or just being miserable? Like, I think it's, it's like stealing the wine. Like, he just cracked open the case and took I mean, it. It's only 1% of the wine. Yeah. He, well, I guess he <laughs> stole it, but he also had, like, it almost seemed like he came in with that, a lot of, like, uh... He said, Assuming like, you I, fail, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think you were going to make it and all this other stuff. And you proved me right yeah, or whatever. Here's where he the uh, typos came in. much monk stuff aside from... Bottling wine? Yeah. We don't even really see him do that. We just see him... Putting the labels on it. Yeah, putting the labels on. And he starts off with his, his vow of silence. So he, like, keeps up the silence thing. And I'm like, oh, I guess that's good enough to show that you're committed to the monk life. Yeah. Like, if that's, if that's all that's required of being yeah. a monk, oh, my goodness. Like you, could, you could have, like, straight up, like, previously murders, murderers <laughs> in there. Like, oh, I ain't saying shiz. Yeah, so I think you're still on a probationary period after that to, like, still yeah. act monkish. Yeah. Like, he came off of that 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 uh, that whole, uh, okay, you, you're removed from your vow of silence, and he just went like, oh, fuck, thank God I'm a monk, time to drink. Well, because I feel like no one ever, like, is a monk anymore. Am I, am I wrong about that? Like, I've never seen on, a like, a career day or a... Yeah. Or, I don't think they're big in the u.s anyways also monks don't recruit yeah because so it's, it's a holy thing yeah. Yeah. you have to That's like weird. seek it out i guess right yeah, yeah. which is it's just kind of interesting like oh man I, d- I don't know what a what a life as a monk would look like and they, like do they have a shortage like 
because they can't recruit, but they still need monks. It's not that they can't recruit, it's that they feel like they don't need to because God will provide them with more uh, monks. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, because I mean, if there's a few less monks, it's just more... I, I would pay money to see someone yeah. come to a, a elementary school as a monk. Yeah. You know, yeah, for the career day, like, just what you want to be when you grow up. I see some, <laughs> I see some of, uh, I guess, what we would call the Buddhist monk around, around downtown mm. a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, like, the, yeah. Yeah, I always, always find that, like, I always want to go up and speak, but I don't, I don't the ones they that can't? I've seen, they, they, they've taken a bow of silence. Speaking of, have you seen The Good Place? Yeah. Uh, recommendation time for, for the guest, uh, the guest podcaster here yeah. is The Good Place. Where I haven't watched season two yet. Ah, season two is even better somehow. I can't believe it. But the whole get up the first season is that this person is in, is in, is believes she's in heaven and she doesn't belong there because she belongs in hell because she's an awful person. Someone else who's there is told he's a monk, and he actually isn't, but he just nods along. I'm like, yep, yeah, uh, sounds now. That's what it is. I love the show, and we've we've spoken about it on the on on the podcast before because this this Michael Schur show, um, uh, the Good Place, they take a lot of well, they I think he made. Uh, oh, lost to, connections. Yeah, he made a, he made attempts to reach out to the creators of Lost. And he was like, "I'm making this show, and I want to oh. have similar story beats to Lost." So they yeah. do that, but then it's it's so fun because they cram it into like they cram like the, the Lost storytelling style into like thirty into a thirty. They minute do, yeah, yeah. it is funny, yeah, yeah. So I, I I thought that was fun that they got a chance to go, there. and you know, both like, have both have a monk doing a vow of silence for maybe like a month and then quitting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's a good yeah. show. Yeah I, yeah, I dig it. Check that out. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. yeah. And then um, uh, they go back to the flashback or the the new where the, the rain comes down. And I feel so bad for his guitar. Do guitars do well in rain? I, I can't no imagine. Idea. I don't believe yeah, that they do. Yeah. They also the do wood. badly when they get shot by arrows. <laughs> on that note, on that note, the arrow went right into the guitar, which is right like, what, a few degrees away from his head? Yeah. yeah. And then the next scene, the arrow's gone from the guitar. Well, the arrow head was still stuck in the... Oh, what? never mind. Take yeah. that back. You answered all my questions. Uh, okay. Yeah, I didn't even take. I didn't even catch on. No. Nice. Yeah. Broke the shaft off. Yeah. Speaking. Since we're on that scene now, we get the we get the the retort from uh well, yeah we get the retort from uh the Desmond who says you know the reason because I if I told you you wouldn't have come so that's what he tells Charlie when Charlie says like you know I was gonna get shot with that arrow but we see him debating we see him like debating whether to let him get like shot or not. Yeah. What do you what do you guys make of that? I mean, we all know what that Here's is. Here's my question. Uh, early in the episode, uh, Charlie makes it clear that Desmond told him that either Hurley and or Jin would get hit by the arrow. Yet, until that point, Charlie's like, he's fine with the other guys getting hit. Yeah, I didn't think Wait, that. I didn't. did he make it clear? He didn't make it clear who would get hit, but um, Desmond told him, and it was referenced by Charlie, that one of them is going to get hit, like, get hurt. Oh, yeah. 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 Charlie was fine with that. He was fine with that. And then it was like, it was me? Yeah. How dare yeah. you? And then, and then the, the the commercial breaks happen. They come back and like they're all cool. Like, it isn't brought up ever again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's no. like the biggest thing of you almost <laughs> let me get killed yeah. to the last possible second and it's just dropped. Yeah, you know what? You're right. I didn't even pick up on that. Such an easy, like, that would have been way more interesting than the, the romantic triangle rectangle thing going on, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would have. I yeah, Which we should know took up half the episode. Yeah. They, see, we, that's how boring that, that whole rectangle is. Like, within this entire episode, we've been covering everything else. Yeah. So, fuck. All right, let's get into oh. this whole love triangle. Has, has, anyone, has anyone had crying sex before? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, like, on the real, has anybody had crying sex before? Uh, we're not going to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, you, know, you know that card in uh, Cards I Say Many, a very sad hand job? Yeah, yeah. Some people experienced it. <laughs> so there's a difference between crying sex and crying making love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, Christian Grey. <laughs> I don't have crying sex. I have crying fucks. <laughs> That's great. Also, tears of joy are a thing, too. They are, yes. But crying in the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> Which is what Kate does. That's what we're alluding to. Yeah. yeah. She so, sees uh, them with Juliet, and it's over. Yeah, man, I, I, I'm having a, I'm having a hard time with the, with the Kate I, character. I lost track. So this, you've seen the later episodes of the early ones. How, how do you see this whole love triangle playing out? Because I forget how it works out actually. Because I stopped caring. Uh, <laughs> like how did it end? Like who ends up with who ish? Just oh, so we uh, have peace of mind. Sawyer and Juliet and uh, Kate and Jack. Oh, that's right. The way you don't expect it to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they swap from very insane, like, very friend situation. style. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, at no point uh, in my watching of this show do I give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so <laughs> my my trademark phrase when we're watching the show is whenever the love rectangle comes up, I just throw my hands in the air and say, "This fucking show." <laughs> <laughs> he did yeah. say it this time. Yeah. I, I can test that. Yeah, yeah, but as as we get earlier and earlier into the show. It's going to be heavier and heavier. And it'll win you over. (laughs) I don't think it will. I think by the end of the the series, you're going to be... I know it will win over. The one episode where it's a bottle episode, you know what I'm talking about, with the diamonds? Yeah, yeah. I think they'll all win you over. You'll care about those people. That's so funny. I will take that bet, sir. (laughs) (laughs) You will. (laughs) I know precisely. Yeah. Um, uh, also, I came up with a good idea, a good name for the uh, Desmond and Penny uh, meeting story. Penny? It's a Monk Cute. Oh, uh, I love that. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> that, that actually was that really was really cute. cute. That was yeah. really nice. Yeah, that they met when he was when he was far from being a monk. Like, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, them just talking to each other like that. I'm like, oh, this is. It's not that I don't like love. I just fucking hate Jack and Kate and Sawyer and Julia. <laughs> You're so jaded from everyone else. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, please someone else. Because yeah. it's it's contrived. Like they they've got we as an audience know they've got bigger fucking fish to fry on this yeah. show than who sleep with who. who. Yeah. Or even who having dinner with who. Yeah, like it, why is that? Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. Like uh, you can have all that stuff and it not be but not so belabored. The episode. Yes. Yeah, so they've. I mean, you know, there's if this. I don't know. I think that that would appeal to a part of that's Lost's not. It's audience. not like a fucking B plot. It's like an A minus plot. Yeah, yeah. It's so or it's an F plot in terms of the grade. I would fucking give it. <laughs> it's constantly looming over. It's my story. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Like so, because we. I, you know, and I agree with you. I really did like. I really did like the Desmond Penny stuff, and yeah. it's because it's not. It's not fraught with it's all this tried bullshit. Yeah, it's yeah. spread and out it's like spread once out. at once or twice a season. Yeah. So like you get that versus like. Every single episode, you get these fucking mm-hmm. stares and you or know. or Jin and Sun K drama. Or, yeah, that's also fantastic. Uh, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. those episodes. Meanwhile, you get the hot people being like, "Oh, I like him, but I like him too." Yeah. Oh no, he, he likes her. Oh, just no. wistful staring, <laughs> wistful staring. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, and I'm also, just like, can we hear no more condoms? about Rose and Bernard? <laughs> yeah. 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 And their dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's get, let's, get, let's get into that. Like, and, hell, you have Vincent episodes. It's explained <laughs> they don't get pregnant, but they don't even try. Like, we, we, you point out that, that Sawyer's pull-out game is strong. Right. It's it, been established it, that they, they, 
made love like at least like what five times six times right they they were it has to be strong because uh everyone on the island's sperm game is mad strong yeah, yeah. it's five times as many sperm in every, every but load. no one gets pregnant except for one person yeah yeah so i guess yeah you oh know, wait two people son and claire yeah son claire no claire was. claire was pregnant when yeah. she crashed uh, and uh so was son actually mm-hmm. Right. No, 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 it no, was Jits. That's right. right. I thought it was someone else's baby. No, she it wasn't. It was. She thought it was, but uh, it was Jits. When they found out the DOC. Spoiler. You know what's interesting? Is that date of conception of that baby. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So it is time to start wrapping up. So the amount of times that uh, the flashback happened was officially seven times. Yeah. Oh. Nice. See, what, what is the runtime of the show? This episode was actually 39 minutes or so. Oh, that's it? That's a short yeah. one. Normally, it's like 42. That is, that is less than every six minutes we saw Charlie getting shot in the back. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Frequent. So this probably means that like the episode ran short and you had to like pad it for time like to sell it to ABC. Put the flashback back in. Yeah, just put that flashback. You get constantly shot in the neck. Yeah. More love triangle. If, if, he gets, <laughs> if, he, if, if this flashback thing keeps happening where we see him die multiple times in the same episode, yeah. then I'll be like, all right. But if it was just for this episode, I'm like... Oh, you fucking guys are well, padding that, for That's time. the thing is that the American TV shows, this is what, 22 episodes a season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? That's what happens. You got to make it like 11 or something, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Nowadays, they seem to be doing that. Yeah, they, they, like, they learned. They and learned. especially like Netflix shows. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. like now I think... Uh, Game of Thrones too. Yeah. So like the I, I guess the idea now is like you just like these, these auteurs and artists and whatever, these creators and directive types are creating these shows where you can just... Binge. jump in yeah you can binge jump in jump out or whatever like before they're just like trying to fucking sell some soap and shit you know so come like, back every 22. week come back next week yeah, yeah. which come by the way out. uh how many super saiyans does this does it take to screw in a light bulb oh i'm gonna say <laughs> please i don't know find out next time <laughs> on dragon balls <laughs> and that's lost <laughs> that's lost for you is what happens next lost. come back in a week or yeah. two yeah oh. no no i know exactly what lost answer to what happens next is Oh, that happened. It's whatever happens next. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, because you've seen you how they know. resolve each episode. Is yeah. they, they kind of go like, oh, that was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. That's, that's like all you know is what happens next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Plug time? Yeah. Easter eggs? Uh, right. Easter corner, eggs. Easter egg corner. Oh, uh, yes. The, the awfully photoshopped photo in yeah. the St. Andrew's office, which I have <laughs> sung in that office. It's part of St. Andrew's amazing office, but they green screen the windows, and then they have the most photoshopped photo possible yeah. of the priest was it with um penelope's mother yeah. Louise hawking is uh yeah no i don't we don't know if it's her mother i'm pretty sure because I'm, I'm pretty sure it was mrs whitmore yeah but we don't necessarily know that she, because we don't uh, know she's could, daniel's mother daniel parody's yeah. mother oh sorry I'm, and because we yeah. don't know the tie between the priest or the oh, it's not it's not uh penny's mother because that's part of why she's not with Whitmore anymore. Yeah, because he had a baby with but an off-island woman. That's huh. how he got kicked off and got put on that submarine. Yeah. So, wait, so who's older between those two half-siblings? That They never find out that they're half-siblings. I'm confused. No, it's like a Claire-Jack <laughs> situation almost yeah. with no resolution. With no resolution at all. Like, they don't even, like, even in the Welcome Flash Welcome to Lost. Sideways, yeah. mm-hmm. I think yeah. in the Flash Sideways, they're, they're aware. They're aware of each other? Yeah. Uh, they don't care at oh. all. It's just... Wait, who are half-siblings? Um... um Faraday and Penny. Yeah. How did I miss that? Yeah, I totally forgot about that. I, mean, I, I don't think like it's unless we're a minor it. thing of when the, in the That's some Star Wars episode shit. when they're like, oh, this is why they had to kick Widmore off the island because he went off off island and had a baby. Yeah, with some other lady. Uh, yeah. yeah. But that Photoshop though. But that it, Photoshop, it was some though. George Costanza type Photoshop. <laughs> 
some 2006 photoshopping. <laughs> like if they had literally just cut the pictures <laughs> out of other did. pictures. You could see the exacto knife <laughs> cuts on the corner. Yeah. It was actually, I want to believe that it was an in-world thing where, like, yeah. the monk was just, like, pining yeah. after Eloise Catfish. Yeah. And, like, just took a picture and put it with his yeah. in a frame. Oh, we take back the props of the props guy. <laughs> yeah. So, here's the thing. We've never seen any any connection between this monk and Eloise. So, we could write it off as just, like, a simple Easter egg that never gets explained. I get the feeling, like, that's we're going to see that monk again in some other episode and some other role with Eloise. Maybe. I'm saying no, just like we were thinking as a one-time go. Yeah. Yeah, like I. What so if strange. what if that monastery? No, never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say the one where uh, Eloise was stationed underneath. Oh yeah, but uh, that was in L.A. Right, yeah, it yeah. could have been one of those uh, slash Fort Street. Yeah, one of those like secret Dharma stations. Yeah, right? like one of those like London Bridge situations. Like oh yeah, because there were multiple stations. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's right. Oh yeah, so maybe there was a station under that monastery. Yeah, Desmond's one. We just didn't know about it. Yeah. But, like, that's where they keep them. I think that's just how it works for the for it's not a dharma thing, right? Because like that LA thing was built by Faraday, or it was hinted that it was built at Faraday, but I don't think they name it in the seventies though. Right? Yeah, so it's like, I think it was a dharma Steve. I still want to know how they. I believe it was called the. Wasn't Faraday born in the seventies? Yes, but he also was a member of the Dharma Initiative in the seventies. And came back to all five. Came back to uh, what? What was the Dharma Initiative place? Um, Michigan's the yeah something weird Ann right? Arbor. Matter. Ann Arbor Ann Arbor yeah it doesn't matter yeah but um but yeah that was that was kind of interesting I I hope it comes back if it if it comes back I will do another little dance if yes. not then we're done yeah. so uh Instagram. how would you, Chad how would you rate this episode in terms of your enjoyment of this eight Oh, mm, nice. Uh, if if you cut out all of the <laughs> stupid triangle. Love rectangle stuff then it would be uh. Nine and a half. I want to have a guest on, and like I want to have well, not a guest, but I want to have somebody on the show that really is into the love triangle rectangle thing. Who actually Ooh. cares about that? Yeah, stuff? like somebody that's just like I was all about it. Like, like I want to. <laughs> Listeners, <laughs> if you yeah. gave a fuck about them, please let us know. Yeah, yeah. I'll find someone. Yeah. yeah. Well, please, please send them our way. Like, and and I like, think it might be Max's girlfriend, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of ex-girlfriends, time for plugs. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dan, um, actually, you have a few things that we could ask you to plug today. Yeah, so I'm going to plug one thing and one thing only, and that is the uh, the the book that I published about a couple months ago. Awesome. At this point of the publishing, maybe three months ago. It's called Paradise Can Kiss My Ass. It is a neo-noir, uh, neo-noir dark comedy. It takes place in downtown Honolulu. It has a scene at Makiki, uh, Makiki Zippies at 4 a.m., it's got a scene at Olo Park. It's Ooh. got a scene in Waikiki. My Waikiki. question is, yeah? how many of the uh, locations in your book were locations where they filmed scenes from Lost? I would say most of them. Oh, uh, most of the time they were disguised as L.A. or Thailand. Right. But yes, most nice. definitely. There was a Bishop Street reference, which mm. was England in uh, Charlie's yeah. episodes. There's Fort Street by the area, which was Thailand in one of the episodes. Nice. There's Olo Park, which I'm sure was something by the canal. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think we saw that yesterday, or last yeah. week. Oh, yeah. River and Street. Then, and then Portlock yeah. uh, is referenced at one point, which is right near China Walls, where a lot of the climax happens. Yeah. I see. And if we were looking to find you online, uh, to find the book and to find you, how would oh, we go about it? Look up that? Dan Connell. Try your best to spell it. Just Not as, O'Connell, guys. Yeah, pretend no. there's an O, because that's the easy way to spell it. Uh, <laughs> I'm also Decon on Twitter. My Twitter is temporarily public. Let's see how that goes. Oh. I'm a teacher. Let's see how that goes. Nice. Uh, mm. Nice. That, that, nice. That's my plug. Uh, if I'm in a play, go see a play, but I don't think I'm in it yet, so we'll see when that happens. Sweet. Cool. And chat? Negative1.net. 
Dave. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at quick. DKJ Comedy. And you can find me over at ADMS003 on Twitter. And you can find all of our social media stuff over at What Bro Pod on Twitter, Instagram. And um, we also have a What's Up With That Bro Facebook. Yes. And not on Pinterest. And we're not on Pinterest. No. We're trying to get a Tinder account, I think. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm fucking around. <laughs> and uh, if you would like to speak to us in uh, longer than a Twitter DM, uh, you can find always... Find us on Grinder. Uh, yeah, that that yeah. too. Uh, <laughs> if you cannot find our grinder profile, however, you can email us at what's up with that bro podcast at gmail dot com. Yes, sweet. All right, well, that is another episode in the can. You Thank you for having me. Get lost. It wasn't the Russian sleep experiment. Oh. It's actually a different one. Okay, let's turn off the lights. Ooh, and get right. that phone. In 1983, a team of deeply pious scientists conducted a radical experiment in an undisclosed facility. The scientists had theorized that a human without access to any senses or ways to perceive stimuli would be able to perceive the presence of God. Ooh. They believed that the five senses clouded our awareness of eternity, and without them, a human could actually establish contact with God by thought. An elderly man who claimed to have nothing left to live for was the only test subject to volunteer. To purge him of all of his senses, the scientists performed a complex operation in which every sensory nerve connection to the brain was surgically severed. Although the test subject retained full muscular function, he could not see, hear, taste, smell, or feel. With no possible way to communicate with or even sense the outside world, he was alone with his thoughts. Scientists monitored him as he spoke aloud about his state of mind in jumbled, slurred sentences that he couldn't even hear. After four days, the man claimed to be hearing hushed, unintelligible voices in his head. Assuming it was the onset of psychosis, the scientists paid little attention to the man's concerns. Two days later, the man cried that he could hear his dead wife speaking to him, and even more, he could communicate back. The scientists were intrigued, but not convinced until the subject started naming dead relatives of the scientists. He repeated personal information to the scientists that only their dead spouses and parents would have known. At this point, mm. a sizable portion of the scientists left the study. <laughs> After a week of conversing with the deceased through his thoughts, the subject became distressed, saying the voices were overwhelming. In every waking moment, his consciousness was bombarded by hundreds of voices that refused to leave him alone. He frequently threw himself against a wall trying to elicit a pain response. He begged the scientists for sedatives so that he could escape the voices by sleeping. This tactic worked for three days until he started having severe night terrors. The subject repeatedly said that he could see and hear the deceased in his dreams. Only a day later, the subject began to scream and claw at his non-functional eyes, hoping to sense something in the physical world. The hysterical subject now said that the voices of the dead were deafening and hostile, speaking of hell and the end of the world. At one point, he, he yelled, No heaven, no forgiveness, for five hours straight. He continually begged to be killed, but the scientists were convinced that he was close to establishing a connection with God. After another day, the subject could no longer form coherent se sentences. Seemingly mad, he started to bite off chunks of his flesh in his arm. The scientists rushed into the test chamber and restrained him to a table so that he could not kill himself. After a few hours of being tied down, the subject halted his struggling and screaming. He stared blankly at the ceiling as teardrops silently streaked across his face. For two weeks, the subject had to be manually rehydrated due to his constant crying. 
Eventually, he turned his head and despite his blindness, made focused eye contact with the scientist for the first time in the study. He whispered, I have spoken with God and he has abandoned us, and his vital signs stopped. There was no apparent cause of death. Spooky. 